Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 68 of Lifelong Podcast. Today, a special episode is in store for you all. Tomorrow, something really big happens. Tomorrow, I am getting married. For those of you new here, my name is Heidi Kumjan, and I'm your host of Lifelong Podcast. And I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode, to learn more about non-toxic living, and also just for tuning in and being excited about my wedding. So today, like I said, it's a solo episode. I wanted to spend some time talking about what it was like planning this wedding through the lens of non-toxic living. I wanted to talk about some of the things that I did to keep it more non-toxic and also some of the things I wasn't able to do, like the reality of all of it and everything in between. So this episode is, like I said, a special one. I'm really just going to be chatting and seeing where this all goes. And yeah, I'm super pumped. I can't believe it was already a year ago that I got engaged in Italy. We had a year engagement, which I highly recommend. It was the perfect length that gave us enough time to plan this incredible wedding from scratch. And also, I was just so eager. I've been so eager to marry my fiance, so could not and would not have wanted it to be any longer. And yeah, tomorrow's the day. So little backstory, we got engaged in Portofino, Italy, last September 20th of 2022, and now our wedding is on September 23rd of 2023. So 92323. I love that there's two of the same numbers going on in that. And what else? What else? We're doing the wedding on my in-laws organic farmland. When we were trying to pick out a venue, we were going back and forth between doing it locally in Chicago where we live or doing it at a rented venue in Wisconsin because we still have a ton of family in Wisconsin. Like I grew up there and now my in-laws live there. Plus we love Wisconsin and we toured a bunch of venues in both Wisconsin and in downtown Chicago and nothing spoke to us. It was honestly the first couple months of being engaged and like trying to plan the wedding was pretty discouraging because we couldn't find a venue. We couldn't find a date. Everything was booked out. And then the few venues that we liked, the dates were terrible in our opinion, like right before Christmas or right before um, holidays. Um, it was like Halloween weekend or the weekend before Thanksgiving, just not ideal. And we really wanted to be able to do it in September because we're working with the weather. And as you all know, the Midwest is very full of winter. So we wanted to get it in before snow, before winter, and really just ride out the end of summer on a high note. We ended up, my fiance, husband tomorrow, had the idea that we should do it on his parents' land. And for context, his parents have a few hundred acres of farmland in Wisconsin, and it is certified organic. Some of it is 
used for organic farming purposes and there's a lot of different uses but mainly it's restoring the land like my father-in-law is all about the land and the environment and just being able to own this sacred land is really important to the family so the land however is not built out it's totally rural there's not a lot going on in that town. It's a town of 300. There isn't a road that can drive you through all this farmland. It's totally rural and totally spectacular and totally stunning. So we decided to take on the big challenge of building out, quote unquote, our own venue. And I'll tell you a little bit of those details in a second. But there wasn't a road. Like we had to put in a road from the main road, like the public road. And then we had to put in a road on the land, like a big driveway to take people up to where the wedding would be so that they're not driving through plants or trees or things like that. They put in a road through some walnut trees that takes you up to this high point beautiful views up there. I can't wait for tomorrow. The fall colors, the having everyone together and just all the natural beauty that's going on up there. It's going to be completely incredible. There's even some lake views and vistas. There's rolling hills going on. It literally is perfect. And anyways, when we decided to do it here, we thought, Yes, it's going to be a lot of work, but we get to choose our own date. We get the flexibility and it's us. It feels like Heidi and Joseph being able to do it on organic farmland, how we want, when we want, no rules, total creative freedom. That is so us, which is so important. We just didn't realize how much work it was going to be. We knew it was going to be a lot of work, but oh my gosh, we have not stopped in the last 12 months. And it just has been building and building every single day week and day and lately it's been totally nuts. I think people in my circle know that I've been a little bit more frazzled, a little bit more distant just because I am working on this huge production of putting on this wedding and I am a perfectionist, recovering perfectionist as I like to say and I want every detail to be as perfect as possible and I just want it to be the special day that I know it's going to be. And I also want it to be memorable and unlike anything anyone has ever experienced. So yeah, needless to say, it's been a lot of work and I'm so pumped. So let's go into more details. I told you about the venue. Now I'll tell you a little bit about the food. Actually, that just reminds me, I told you about the venue, but I didn't even tell you about the facility. Basically, I said we had to put in the road, we had to grade out the land to make it level so that we could put in flooring and a tent and all of that. We thought about building a structure, but we didn't have enough time. So we are bringing in a professional company who is bringing in all of the flooring and the tent and the tables. And um, then I have all my different vendors for all the accessories and I've done a lot of shopping and gathering for all of that stuff too. But from the ground up, we had to grade the land. 
I wasn't a part of that, of course, but my fiance is in that industry and they have the connections and the resources. So they graded out the land, they seeded the land, they've been growing grass out there, and there's been an incredible drought in Wisconsin this past summer. Thank goodness every time we go out there, it's more and more lush, which just makes me so happy. And then the flooring is going to come in and the tent went in and it's all, like I said, from this company. It's a sailcloth tent, which is basically this stunning white tent with a really nice material. It's not that plasticky vinyl material. It's fabric that's used on sailcloth. So it's really durable. It's really elegant. And I, what was important to me was maintaining a level of sophistication despite this being in the country and on farmland. The vibe I'm going for is elevated farm wedding. I even mentioned that on my wedding website. I'm like, you can still dress up. Like this is still a formal occasion, even though it's outside and on farmland. So that's important to me. You know me by now. I like chic and I like nature and I love to be able to combine that. So that is what the wedding will be. And the decor, it's really focusing on natural elements. So we have this incredible florist who is local and she has built this incredible greenery installation. Again, I don't want to give away like too much, especially for my guests who are listening, but we have this florist. There's going to be tons of greenery, tons of florals, but the colors are very green and white and maybe some pops of some fall colors, but you shall see in the photos. Also for decor, we have some apple and pear trees on the premises. So I am loving using produce for decor purposes in big bushel baskets and galvanized tubs. And on the bar, we have fresh produce and fruit. And on the appetizer tables, there's arrangements with kind of produce around it for decor. And that's something I love. I love using things from nature as decor because it's non-toxic, it's natural, it goes right back into the environment. It's the best case scenario. And it's also beautiful. I just think things from nature are so much more stunning than plastic junk from from China. That's just me. No hate. Uh, I've gone to some beautiful weddings that have done totally different routes for their decor and they've still been stunning, but I'm just speaking about what I love and what resonates with me and Joseph. So that's the venue. That's the decor. How about food? I started out talking about food and then I realized I forgot half of the conversation about the venue. So anyways, food, I can't give it away because the wedding is tomorrow and I want to keep it secret. But what I can tell you is that we did not skimp out with the food. Food, photography, and venue were my top three things where, like, we did not skimp. We had to nail those three things. And the food, we found an incredible caterer who owns a restaurant in the Madison area. And the vibe is farm-to-table, 
local and seasonal. So the menu will have a seasonal autumnal flair that I cannot wait for people to eat because everything on the menu was customized. We collaborated with the caterer to come up with this incredible menu. And then tonight we have our rehearsal dinner. And that rehearsal dinner menu is Italian themed. And yeah, and then basically the menus for each evening is mostly dairy-free and gluten-free and local. So that is incredible. And then Sunday we're doing a brunch. We are doing a food truck. Again, I don't want to give too much away, but it's a food truck. And that vendor also prioritizes organic local and seasonal. So that is something I am so amped about. I can't wait to just see people eating the food and smiling and talking about the food after because how many of us have gone to a wedding where we eat a dry chicken breast or like some beef that is just so subpar with some lame sauce and some steamed veggies? Again, no shade, but I feel like wedding food is always similar and we just wanted to do something different and customized. So that's the food. Moving right along to alcohol. So Joseph and my in-laws made the decisions here. I just picked out a signature drink that is herbal and fun and I'll, I will share those details in a episode following the wedding. I don't want to give too much away. We're both doing a signature cocktail. We'll also have wine and different mixed drinks as well as beer and seltzer. And like I said, I wasn't involved in that. I couldn't care less about that besides having like a beautiful cocktail. And yeah, we're also doing a champagne tower for the photo op. And that was just something I really wanted to do because I think they look cool. So sue me, but I just think they're really bougie and cute. And I love the photos that I see on Pinterest for champagne towers. So that's alcohol. Welcome boxes. So I put together, actually, I had my mom and my mother-in-law help me. Last weekend, we put together these boxes and I'm featuring some of my favorite non-toxic clean brands. Wisco Pop and Sparkle, Sprout Living, the new Primal. And then Joseph also picked out some electrolyte packets and some chips made with avocado oil. So it's really just like a little snack pack for our guests with a welcome note attached to it and a ribbon. And they're in these white gable boxes. So they're like these little boxes with a handle and every guest room will get one of those. So we're putting those at the hotel and then we're going to try to distribute them to the Airbnbs that we know about. But yeah, those are really fun to put together and I'm really grateful to those brands for actually sponsoring my welcome boxes. Those brands are Wisco Pop and Sparkle, Sprout Living, and the New Primal. So thank you so much. Love those brands, love supporting it, and just excited to be working with them. Okay, so another thing to mention are the bathroom kits. I put together bathroom kits for the four bathrooms. We're doing luxury bathroom trailers, elevated porta-potties essentially, but these have flooring in them, granite counters. They're super clean and I'm bringing in some florals for there, some nice really thick 
high quality napkins and a napkin tray. And then I also put together little kits for the bathroom with hair ties, brushes, dry shampoo, deodorant, feminine care products, band-aids, first aid kit, a few medicines just in case like Advil and antihistamines because we are out in nature. And what I want to say here is that as much as I wanted to create a fully non-toxic bathroom kit for 150 guests to, to accommodate 150 guests, it wasn't possible. And I did my best and a lot of them are non-toxic, but not all of them. And it is what it is. Not my favorite thing to admit, but that's the situation. You have to pick your battles. And I still think my bathroom kits will be a tad better than traditional bathroom kits. Also included a sewing kit and safety pins for the ladies, for the people having wardrobe malfunctions. Those are my bathroom kits. Now I want to talk about my beauty routine. So something I realized with being a bride, planning a wedding, is the level of beauty standards that go into a wedding. And I have felt definitely impacted by this because I realized that it's going to be 150 eyes on me and my husband-to-be. And we're going to be the center of attention. I'm thinking about me. I'm thinking about the cameras and thinking about the angles. And quite honestly, that makes me a little bit uncomfortable, even though I'm in a profession where I'm on camera and the mic all the time. But I just feel like, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about my appearance more than I ever have. And it's even hard to admit that because it's uncomfortable saying like, yeah, I've been obsessing over my appearance a little bit because I'm having a wedding. It's vain. It's like I said, uncomfortable, but I feel like I've just fallen into the trap of, oh my gosh, beauty standards. What do I need to do? I need to do all this and you have to do this treatment and that treatment. And I will say within reason, thankfully, I have a good foundation and I have extreme values around skincare and hair care and non-toxic living and all the things. But that being said, with it being my wedding, there are some corners that I've cut and some and and by that I mean there have been some things that I've given myself grace with. For example, my nails. I am someone who prefers bare, bare nails. I've never had an issue growing my nails. I never put like anything on my nails to help them grow. I don't do anything special for my nails. I really just like having bare nails or if I do a manicure, I'll do like a dazzle dry manicure or I'll try to find a non-toxic polish to use at home. However, for my wedding, I really like the look of gel Russian manicures and leading up to the wedding, I have done a couple and for the wedding, I will do another. And something I do love about the Russian style manicures is that they don't use acetone to remove the polish. Yes, the polish and the UV are still toxic, but it's 
a little bit less since they're not using acetone, which acetone is highly carcinogenic. I know the toxic burden that manicures are, but again, it's my wedding day. This is temporary. I have so much grace for myself and I feel good about it. I like the way my nails look and it's a day I'll always remember. I've been supporting my detox pathways. If you want to learn more about detoxification pathways, definitely listen to last week's episode 67, all about detox pathways. But some ways to lower your toxic burden when getting your nails done, I like to take the Cellcore binder, the biotoxin binder, or the GI detox binder. And I also, like I said, amp up my liver and gut health detoxification pathways. I share all those details in last week's episode. Definitely check it out. Link in the show notes. And then, yeah, some ways that I do that, I drink dandelion tea. I take Cellcore KL support, castor oil packs, all the things, and I feel better. If I know I'm going to be exposed to something, I build up my little toolkit, do stuff before, do stuff after, and then I just focus on my mindset. Because if you're thinking, this is so toxic. This is so toxic. This is dangerous. This is about like you are programming that into your brain. And we have to remember that stress is also a toxin. And joy is also such a beneficial thing for your body. Focusing on the joy that brings you is going to help. And this is not me saying, oh, just get toxic manicures all the time because it makes you happy. No, like I am not sugarcoating that manicures are toxic as heck. If you're pregnant, if you're planning on getting pregnant, if you're not pregnant at all, if you're just a human being, no thank you. But time and a place for everything. Okay, so what else have I been doing for my beauty routine with the wedding? I'll share some things that I'm skipping the fake tanning. I have been tanning naturally in the sun all summer, honestly, as much as I could, not as much as I would like. We all are always like, oh, I could be Tanner. I could be Tanner. Just like when you make more money, it's, oh, I could make more money. I could make more money. It's the hedonic treadmill of life. But anyways, I just tanned a lot this summer and I will be doing that. No fake tanning, no lotions, no sprays, no anything like that. Just going as is my natural skin tone. So I feel good about that. I also am not doing fake eyelashes or eyelash extensions. I don't need them and I'm not interested. I have a full set of lashes. My makeup artist also said you don't need them. If I were to do anything, it would be little wispies on the corner, but I don't think I want to do that. I also am not interested in the adhesives in those products. And then the third thing that I'm not doing is injectables. You know how I feel about injectables. It's just not really my jam at all. So what am I doing though? Teeth whitening. I inquired about teeth whitening to both of my holistic dentist offices. Little backstory, I have an office here in Chicago and then I have one in Milwaukee and I love both teams of dental professionals. They are great offices. But the crazy thing is when I called both offices to inquire about teeth whitening products and services, they both offered a few different options, but when I asked if they contained ingredients like fluoride or SLS, they both said that all of their whitening products do, which really devastated me and made me lose a little faith in humanity for a second because these are like the top of the top holistic and biological dentists that claim to be holistic, non-toxic, like doing all the good things, but somehow they're still offering 
neurotoxic products that quite literally are linked with lowered IQ and a whole host of other problems. I definitely was like, nope, no, thank you. I'm not interested in that exposure, but thanks for letting me know. And then I carried on. So what have I been doing instead? I've been doing the Luminex whitening strips. P.S. All of these products I'm mentioning for beauty, none of this is sponsored. I do have a few affiliate products, but none of this is a paid sponsorship. These are just products that I love. So the Luminex whitening strips are made from coconut oil and they work pretty well. I haven't been doing them as consistently as I would like to, but pretty happy with my teeth. So that'll do it. And then another thing, when I think of it, I do oil pulling, which is just really good for the oral microbiome and also teeth whitening in general. So what else am I doing for my hair? Let's talk about hair for a second. I haven't done anything to my hair at the salon. Quite honestly, I only get my hair cut a couple times a year. I've been doing it a little bit more this year, just getting more regular trims to keep it healthy and no dead ends, that kind of thing. When I go to the salon, I always bring my own shampoo and conditioner. I use Necessaire. That's my favorite brand. It's been my favorite brand for a couple years now. It works really well. It doesn't break out my skin. I found that a lot of natural shampoos and conditioners were breaking out my skin. So Necessaire works for me. It works great. I'm sure there are better options out there, but I haven't had the chance to try them. And I feel like my hair has like really acclimated to these products. So I bring those with me to the salon. I also like using the InnerSense products for styling. I use their um, finishing spray or their hairspray. I'm actually wearing it right now to uh, do the slicked back look. And then I also like their leave-in shampoo. And I also like the Agent Nature Silk Peptides. The Silk Peptides product is very expensive, but don't worry, you only use a teeny tiny bit of it each time. And then you only use a teeny tiny bit of it each time. And then it lasts a while and it works so well. I'm not even kidding. I love this product. It is so incredible. I wish it was sponsored because I would be their number one spokesperson for that product. And then also at the salon, I just asked them to not use products afterwards. I've finally found a hair lady that I've been returning to and that I really like. I'm very much a spaz with finding a hair stylist. I'm always like jumping around trying to find someone new. Some other things on the note of hair care, I've only been washing my hair three times a week, which I know for some people that's still a lot, but I was someone who was washing my hair four times a week which I was able to get it down to one last day a week. And one way I've been making this work better is by doing a double cleanse and sometimes a double conditioner when I shower. Just makes my hair honestly feel clean and get less greasy earlier, if that makes sense. And then I'm not worrying as much about grease and I'm going for the slicked back look a lot of the time. So I'll use that InnerSense product and then a boar br bristle brush. So yeah, that's the hair scoop for my hair tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you what style I'm doing, but I have a professional um, hairstylist styling my hair. And yeah, skin. Skin is a huge area and I feel like it's the most 
like talked about area with the wedding because it's such a hot spot. It's your face. So I have been going ham on gut health boosting like aloe vera juice, the Just Thrive probiotic, the earthly wellness gut health oil, even drum roll please, coffee enemas. I'm going to do a separate episode about coffee enemas. That's a whole other thing is controversial and I love that, but they're incredible for gut health. Those are the things that I've been doing for my gut health. Also trying to eat a very diverse diet. I talk a lot about this again in episode 67, last week's episode. And I've also been doing things to focus on my liver health too because of the liver skin connection. I shared a lot about that in last week's episode as well, but you can do castor oil packs, standalone tea, bitter foods, etc. I've also done a couple of infrared sauna sessions leading up to my wedding, and I will say the infrared sauna is a poor man's facial. Yeah, it still costs $50 a session if you're going to a wellness center, but so much cheaper than a $300 hydrofacial. Like, it's incredible. The only thing I'll say is that it can, it will purge your skin. So, like, when you're in there, you're sweating a lot. Your pores are opening up, things are getting out, so your skin is getting clearer. But if you have a deep pimple, it'll bring that to the surface. So give yourself a buffer of maybe three to four days or however many days in case you have a pimple come to the surface. So I like a buffer of three to four days. Usually I don't break out, but if I do go in with a cystic pimple or something, it might come to the surface, which is a good thing because sometimes those pimples like linger for so long. So that's the only thing there. And then Really, the big thing that I've been doing for my skin is tallow and facial massage. And that is all I'm going to say. Tallow and face massage has been something I've loved for my skin health, for acne prevention, for anti-aging, for plumpness. And then the other thing I've been doing is my ice roller, the Skinny Confidential Ice Roller, and my light stim for breakouts. Honestly, I haven't used that as much as I would like to. My skin has not been breaking out really at all, thank goodness. But it's also just like good for redness and brightening the skin and preventing wrinkles. The ice roller and light stem have been my favorite. I have an Instagram post too that I did a couple weeks ago on at Holistic with Heidi on Instagram where I share some natural beauty tips. So definitely check out that post. Moving on to makeup, I'm getting my makeup done by a professional makeup artist on the day of, and I asked her to use majority clean products, even though I know that probably isn't possible to do it 100%. I'm not supplying my own because she has certain products that she is used to working with that perform well for long events like weddings, and I know that I will have more toxic exposures tomorrow on my wedding day. But I am comfortable with it because 99% of the time I am so good. And yeah, I have a lot of grace and I feel good and I feel really proud of the foundation that I've built up. And I also feel comfortable knowing that the last thing I wanted to share about was non-toxic bridal wear. I've been sharing a little bit about this on Instagram through the past few months But I wanted to round up a few brands, a few pointers. And for that, it's really my advice for non-toxic clothing in general. Look for natural fibers. Read the labels on the clothing. Look for the little tags to read what the materials are. And also, 
when you're shopping online, click contents to see what materials the clothing is made out of and always look for those natural fibers like silk, cotton, hemp, wool, the list goes on. When it comes to bridal wear though, silk is the most luxurious fabric in my opinion. I think it suits a wedding so perfectly. Wool is also a great option for the groom for a suit, but when it comes to a bridal gown or bridal attire, even lingerie, definitely opting for silk is the best bet. It's so luxurious. It's beautiful. It's stunning and it's non-toxic. Some of those brands include NDS The Label, Moy, Reformation, and then also shopping vintage, looking on Etsy, looking at vintage stores, maybe thrift stores, because a lot of vintage pieces are actually made from high quality beautiful natural fibers because that's how they were made back in the day. Those are my pointers. Those are some brands to share that are non-toxic. Let me know what you think of all these options. And I so look forward to sharing photos, sharing some more content, maybe another podcast episode recapping my wedding. And I just really appreciate you listening and tuning in to something so personal like my wedding day. Thank you, everyone. One more thing before you go. Are you subscribed to Lifelong Podcast? Have you left a rating and review? Are you following along on Instagram at lifelong underscore pod and at holistic with Heidi? If you're not doing so already, consider doing it to support our show and to help spread this message near and far. Thank you all and we'll see you next week.